Welcome to the Feel Like a Million podcast. This is Amy Murphy. Today, we are talking about the topic of clutter. And uh, this has been huge in my house. I've been taking this opportunity to declutter everything. So uh, and when I mean everything, I have ideas of what I want to do, but what's actually getting done, I've been picking away. So the drawers back here in the kids' table in there have started. The front closet has started. Underneath my sink has started, which Kay saw my post today on Instagram. If you go to my Instagram post and swipe over, you'll see underneath my sink just how real the struggle has been. My hair extensions are all hanging there. Like it was a mess. Clean that up. <laughs> Managed to get that clean. The front closet's looking pretty darn good right now. Um, getting some things done. But I'm going to talk about decluttering your home today. So like I said, this one is a really big one uh, for us in our household. We literally have been doing these, these tasks all week long. And I'm going to keep working. We started up in the playroom and it is, whew, we have a bunch of bags over there. There's about four blue bags and one garbage bag. Uh, I don't know if you can see it around the corner, back in that corner. So I brought those out of the playroom. That has begun. And we're just going to keep on plowing through. That's what we're doing with our time here in lockdown when we're bored, finding something to do. We're not bored here. We always got somewhere to declutter. My closet is scary. All right, so we are just going to keep working on those until we are all feeling decluttered here. I found that one of, sorry guys, I am exhausted. I haven't stopped today, so if I yawn, I apologize. I just can't even help it. Um, just, uh, just plowing through. All right, so I found that one of the best ways to declutter your home, and especially your closet, is to take an item, and I love this. This is like the Maria Kang uh, kind of like philosophy is that take that item and look at it and see if it sparks you joy. Does this make you happy anymore? Does this shirt make you happy? Do these sunglasses make you happy anymore? Some things will keep making you feel happy and some things won't. So the things that aren't causing you joy, those are the things right away that you should get rid of because ultimately they're going to suck energy out of you because if they're not giving you joyful feelings, they're not giving you happy feelings, right? So another couple questions that you can ask when you're looking at that item, besides, you know, asking, does this item spark me joy? Um, you can really ask yourself, do I truly need this? Do I truly adore this? Would this help someone else in need? You know, I love that last one because I believe it is so important to bless other people. And one easy way to do that can be donating stuff that's still in good condition but it's just taking up space in your home, in your closet, your cupboards, wherever. So it's easy to get overwhelmed when decluttering. So I think a, um, a better way to do it is to break up the tasks into manageable sizes. So instead of and tackling the entire kitchen, maybe take five drawers. You know, you'll do five in the morning, five in the evening, or maybe just five today. Like for me, I did the kids' drawers here. I just did that small bit. There's still more that needs to be done. You know, like pick away at little things, break it down into smaller tasks, and over time they will all get completed. Because doing it in those manageable sizes can make it seem easier. Um, but I would say don't let it get drawn out too long, or you'll lose steam and you'll get you'll lose steam and give up, and it'll all go back in a circle. So 
kind of like break it in bite-sized chunks that are uh, doable. Like if you're like this week, I'm going to work on the kitchen instead of just trying to do the, all the kitchen today, I would break down the kitchen into a week and say, you know what? I'm going to tackle this, 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 you know, each day has its own area. And then by the end of the week, your kitchen's done. Wouldn't that be way more manageable than trying to do the whole kitchen in one day and just go on, you know, bananas on it. So, um, all right. <laughs> She's just sitting there. All right. So, um, I would say it's okay to do like an hour here or there. So like if you spend an hour on a drawer, you know, take a little break, spend an hour on another drawer. You don't literally have to plow through all the things all in one day. So break it down into like bite-sized chunks. So do you want to know that uh, one of my favorite, one of my favorite decluttering tools is to um, purge things that you haven't used in 12 months. If you have not used it in 12 months, you will not be looking to use them again, right? So if you, it's a new season, and if you didn't use it last season, if you did not use that and you don't think you're going to use it in this next season, get rid of it. It's time to say goodbye. I like to do the 12-month rule because that is definitely a really good indicator if you're just holding on to something. Like, did you wear this in the last 12 months? It's a new season now. Are you excited about this? Does it does this shirt cause you joy? Do you adore it? Do you love it? Will you wear it again? No, you haven't worn it in 12 months, so someone else can enjoy it, right? Like really ask yourself that question. If you really do love it, if it really makes you feel happy, keep it. But if it, if you haven't worn it in 12 months, chances are you're not going to wear it again if you have to question whether you like it or not. Is this making any sense? Are you guys finding any like helpfulness in any of this? Um so I think that when it comes to like baby clothes, if you feel like you're going to have kids again, maybe, you know, kind of um, put those things away, like have like a little spot that's dedicated. Like if you have a little bin or something that's dedicated to some baby clothes, you hold on to it if you plan to have another baby. And then if you don't, that bin can go to somebody that needs it. So and I kind of pull out a couple of items that spark me joy. Something that reminds me, like I have little memory boxes for my kids. So if there's a little item from their babies and it makes me really happy to look at and I don't want to get rid of it, I put it in their little box. Like that's a little memory keepsake for me. Um, but yeah, so you can even do, you guys, you can do a 10 minute declutter exercise daily to keep the clutter from getting too crazy. So after you've decluttered the big problem areas, go through your house once a day or every other day with a trash bag and a donation box. Anything that does not belong in donations that you don't need anymore can go in the trash. So when you do little decluttering tasks each day, you'll notice the clutter piles won't get too out of hand for a long period of time. And who doesn't have five minutes or 10 minutes a day to spare, right? I'm sure we could all find time for that. So if you spend five minutes, like I've been actually making conscious efforts to look at little things and instead of putting it in a junk drawer for later, I actually assess what to do with it before I tuck it away and make clutter happen. So as I've decluttered my uh, counters and my drawers, I've actually been more conscious of what I put back into the drawers. I actually look at the item and go, does this, need, does this belong here? Am I keeping this? Does it need to go somewhere different? Like I've been trying to stay on top of my tasks and I find when I keep doing that, um, the little areas that I've been working on aren't continuing to get cluttered up again. So, you know, um, 
as, as just as our home gets decluttered, I want to move into uh, talking about decluttering your mind and your spirit, because we all know the obvious of like the house gets cluttered, the physical things get cluttered. So the next aspect of decluttering is I want to talk about the mind and the spirit. So when we are overwhelmed with life or work stress, our minds can feel foggy and out of focus. So it may feel difficult to concentrate or get something done. Our minds can sometimes feel like you're thinking about like 10 different things at once, right? But you're not really thinking about any one thing at all. Like there's 10 different thoughts, but you're not focused on one. Does that make sense? Who's with me on this one? Gazillion thoughts and not really focusing on one of them. (laughs) I know that's a big thing for me. And stress can do that to you. So I recommend that if you're feeling this way with your mind and it feels cluttered and foggy, I would say try doing a yoga or a meditation exercise. So there is something about focusing on something that is basic as your breathing and that can really help you sort through, you know, sort through the clutter that's in your mind. So acknowledge how you're feeling and being okay with those feelings will really help. So sometimes our brains just run run on repeat because we're not slowing down enough to really take the time to acknowledge what our brain and spirit is actually really trying to tell us. So if you can take a few quiet moments to yourself each day to quiet your mind down, it will really, really help a lot. Trust me on that one. So do you guys want to do a bit of mind and spirit decluttering right now? And while we do that, we can move into our gratitude section. How's that sound? Are you guys with me here? Are you guys with me here? It's very quiet here tonight, but I'm sure lots of people will be catching the replay. Not quiet. So we are going to do the gratitude moment. So this is when you want to take out your pen and paper. We're going to do some reflection. So I'm going to read some questions to think about. This is where you might need to pause on the replay, pause it, write the questions down because you're going to do some really some uh, reflection right now. So um, I'll read it slow. And then if you want to watch the replay, you can repeat the questions in your notebook and reflect on these for the week ahead. So how are you feeling today? How are you feeling? The past week was stressful for pretty much everyone, I'm sure. And this week ahead might be just as stressful too. So we've all got to stay aware of how we are doing, especially at times like this. So the kids might be home 24-7 and you might still be working from home. You might be wondering what your next paycheck will look like. These are all very valid worries. And I want you to take stock of how you're feeling right now. Now, the next thing I'd like you to do is to express gratefulness for what we do have. The walls around us that some people might not have, the food in our cupboards, maybe the toilet paper in the bathroom. (laughs) We really still have so much to be grateful for, and I really don't want to get lost in the stress of it all. So, what is one thing we can do this week to bless someone else. Think about how you can make someone else's day better and share the gratitude with them. Do you have someone that you could call to connect with? Whatever you can do, think about it right now and be grateful that you can still plant seeds of love and kindness to those around you. 
Gratitude is something we receive, but also something that we should give to others. So share your gratitude because you never know who might need your support today. Thank you so much for listening to our Feel Like a Million podcast. Have a wonderful day and we'll see you soon.